Welcome to the Lafkate podcast. Lafkate is a seasoned teacher of the Word of God, an author and pastor of Vision Impact Church, a thriving church in Ghana. And now, today's message. How about living life on top? I love you anyway. No matter what curse comes against me, not until God says my time is up, if it's today, is up and I'm gone. But not because I hurt someone and they will curse me. No, because I know how to deal when I've hurt you to come and humbly say, I'm sorry, I didn't talk to you well. It's a sign of undeserved curse, not being able to attack you. So just as undeserved curse does not stand, so also deserved curses hold. I've said it in passing, but for repetition. Example, Rachel stole her father's idols. How many of you know that story? Thank you. Rachel stole her father's idols. But her husband did not know because when her father chased them up looking for household idols, like the ones we have in all of our houses and our hearts. They are the physical ones wherever your tribe is, wherever you are coming from. And they are the mental, spiritual ones we have hidden in our hearts. So unbeknown to Jacob, Rachel took the thing and the father chased them and was looking for his idol. And Rachel sat on her camel and she said she did not only steal but she lied. She did not only lie, she deceived. She deceived her husband, she lied to her father, and she stole her father's gods. I wonder what she needed the gods for. But if you read about the making of the gods or the idols in scriptures, they are worth something. The gold that is set on them. Is it the gold Rachel was looking for? That I can't answer, the Bible didn't say. But she stole, she lied, and she deceived. So, Jacob did not know. Genesis chapter 31, verse 32. And so, Laban had followed them, frantically looking for household idols. If it's just clay, he will mold another one. But it was money. It was money. And this is what Jacob said. But if you find anyone who has your gods, that person shall not live. If you find anyone, in, because he was so sure. <laughs> in fact, he would have preferred that Leah was the one who stole the idols. Because he loved this woman so much. He, he, he cannot fathom that the woman he loved so much will go stealing. Because she was lacking nothing. This man was living with wealth. Why? why? That's for another day. Greed. What you have is not enough. You want more. I want more. We will raise that case. If you find anyone with your gods, if the Bible is yours, underline. That person shall not live. I'm not reading the rest, so read. By chapter 35, Rachel died only at the age of 36, going to give birth to her second son, Benjamin she died. Genesis chapter 35. 
verse 17. As she, Rachel, was having great difficulty in childbirth, the midwife said to her, don't despair, for you have another son. As she breathed her last, for she was dying, she named her son Ben-Oni, but his father named him Benjamin. So Rachel died and was buried on the way to Ephrath, that is Bethlehem. How about that? If you find someone among us who has taken the ghost, do not be quick in speaking. As your own mouth will bring a curse on you, when you don't know, you pray. Don't vow and vouch for somebody and say, this one, I know them so much, not for me. Hey, my pastor, she cannot do that. But don't add to it that if my pastor really did that, may this come upon me. Because you don't know anything. So Jacob didn't know. And she said, he said, if you find anyone, let them die. A chapter later, his wife that he loved so much died. Joshua chapter 9, verse 22. The Gibeonites had deceived the Israelites. They pretended pretense, hypocrisy, lies. So these Gibeonites, they were afraid for themselves. And you think that God will say, oh, it's because they are afraid, so it's okay. No. They were living close. I can't go into the story. Read it. That's why we are reading scriptures together. They were living close to the Israelites, but they were afraid for their lives. So they had a plan. Let us go and tell them that we are coming from far away. And they were carrying some molded bread. They kept some bread to be very molded. Say, so don't you see what, how far we are coming? That is why our bread has become like this. We can't even eat it. Have mercy on us. We have heard that your God is with you and you are annihilating all the nations on the road. Verse 23. Then the Israelites realized after they gave them their word that they had lied to them. Verse 23. You are now under a curse. This is Joshua speaking. You will never be released from the service, from service as woodcutters and water carriers for the house of God. I'll leave it there. But continue reading when you go home and study. The end of verse 27 says, and that is what they are to this day. Curses, strongholds, because they lied. Because they lied. Strongholds. And so, because of something they did, like I said, maybe in their minds, that is the right thing to do. And they did it. But it brought them a curse. Because the man of God felt deceived. The people were angry with him. Why did you allow these people to be part of it? But he also gave his word already. It's an interesting read. And he couldn't change his mind. He already gave his word that they give you nice from now on be part of them. But when he realized they lied to him, now he pronounced a curse on them. You are part of Israel, but only as servants. And so are they up till today words pronounced. I told you before that it was only once I hurt my mom. If I remember, different from a child maybe frowning their face. 
but I was a teenager. And I don't know what my mom was saying. And I said to her, you gave birth to me, but not my heart. And I don't know where I heard that too from. So we'll come to another step. <laughs> I don't know where I heard it from. And I said it. But I became a Christian. And Holy Spirit asked me to go. And, and my mother said this. Since you are also a woman growing up. I beg you all of you. That said that to your children. Boys and girls. Go to them. And take those words back. And beg them you said that to them. That is why I always use my first son as an example to you. It's humiliating, it's humbling to constantly say, I said sorry to my 13-year-old son. It's because where I'm going is far. It's easier to say sorry to the chicken and the goats and fly and soar up as an eagle than to hold on to my nobody and think I'm somebody. And the Holy Spirit said to me, go to your mom. Oh, and I went to my mom and I knelt down and I cried and I begged her. To and she couldn't remember she said that because that was long ago. A teenager, maybe over a decade, I'm not asking sister to forgive me. And she was lost. And I said, sister, you said that to me. And finally, my mom said, I forgive you. And she made it her point to now, and she also didn't know, but after she's dead now, Holy Spirit keeps teaching me. Because constantly, my mom would say, Maune Jomo. Constantly, for no reason. And now I remind God, I am taking the blessings of my mother. Because it was she, it was God himself, who told me, if nobody is praying for you, your mother is praying. That means, anything my mother would have said, or my father would have said, positive or negative, will have an effect on me. words, pronouncements can be your boss at work you took it that they are troubling you too much they said something to you you didn't even think about it you might not go to your boss and ask them, why did you say that? I will you? just quickly pray and say God, maybe my, re my actions and reactions, something is the reason why they told me what they told me don't let your work be aborted before you finish that work number four not fulfilling covenants or agreements will become a stronghold. Not fulfilling covenants or agreements. Something you agreed with someone that I would do A, B, C. It's amazing how little things like I'm coming 10 o'clock and then you are coming 12.30 or you are coming 4. And in this country, it's like it doesn't matter. Somebody came to my house to do something for me. And the person was to come, I believe it was 9 o'clock, and now it was like 12.30, if I can remember well. So three hours gone, the challenge with that is I had been waiting put, and that day I had things to do in town, but I was waiting. So because of what I shared earlier, you see Holy Spirit is reminding me of things that can be an example. Because of what I shared earlier, I didn't know her. But when she came, she didn't even say, oh, sorry we delayed. It's not like, sorry we delayed for 10 minutes or 30 minutes or an hour. But sorry, she didn't say anything. It was like, no, ma. It's okay. But for me, it's not okay. 
And so I'm imagining this person working with me for, I didn't know how long it was going to take, one hour, three hours, four hours, and I'm angry in my heart. I couldn't keep that. So I said, oh, with, with a smile. I wasn't angry. I said, oh, you can't so long. And since you came, you didn't even say sorry to me. And she got angry. And I was shocked. I'm like, really? I thought she would be happy. As, oh, so sorry. I forgot to, even if she lied that it was her intention and she forgot. But I could see, obviously, that she was angry. But thankfully, my heart was right because I said the right thing. And from then on, I was a happy camper for the work to be done for me. Hallelujah. When I'm running into a meeting, and the meeting is 9 a.m., and I'm going on the way, and I notice that there's traffic. I calculate in my mind, no, 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 this traffic I'm seeing, I can never get to town. It's not possible. Quickly, I'll send a text. I'm so sorry, I'm running late. I might be 15 minutes late. Don't take it for granted. It's an agreement. If you made her sit there and have a pain because you are wasting their time and they are speaking filthy, but when they see you know, oh, hello, they will give you a hug. But do you know how many ugly words they spoke because you were not coming? It's not because they are witches and wizards, but it's because they also didn't know that their pronouncements and their hypocrisies and their deceptions, it will all create a wall, both for them and for you. Malachi chapter 1 verse 14. Cursed is the cheat who has an acceptable meal in his floor and vows to give it, but then sacrifices a blemished animal. Did you hear that? This is God to God. God. I'll give you a sheep. I think Holy Spirit reminds me of Cain and Abel. God, I'll give you a very big fat sheep. If you did this for me. Oh, you didn't do anything, but I want to bring it as a faith sacrifice. But the day comes, like Ananias and Sapphira, they said they will give the money they received from selling their house. But the day came, they sold their house, and husband and wife connived against God, and they divided their money. Ah, Peter's question is, the money <laughs> was yours before you said you would give it. Why, 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 lie to, why lie to the Holy Spirit? Why? Agreement broken broken covenants hmm. not only does this deceit and cheating telling God I will give you this but you change it and you bring another thing to God and most times it's not because it's, you are not able to you are able to but because you are greedy should I give that much to the church is it not the pastors who will use it the moment you say you will give it to God know that the pastors are God's mouthpiece on earth. They are his servants. They do with it as they please. Leave judgment to God to judge. Don't go talking about it. And so because the devil makes you see, that's why I, I thought on depraved thinking. Corrupt thinking. Because you thought like that, what should be your blessing, you have made it turn into a curse. So this thing, not only does it apply to God, but it applies to the 
agreements we made between ourselves, business agreements, marriage agreement. Many people stand before the altar and, and, and it's amazing what people can do. They exchange their vows immediately and some of the people, they will go and sleep with their exes right on the day of taking the oath. Strongholds. It works. And then there are others who will be staying in the marriage and at one point or the other they decide I'm out. You made an agreement. God says I hate divorce because the real witness there when you said I take you this woman and I take you this man. The real witness is God. It's not the people. <laughs> Agreements that are broken. In this church, We've had many occasions, people will come to me. Oh, pastor, please pray for me. And when you pray, God does this and that for me. Oh, I don't listen to such stories. Because I've heard it over and over. If God does this and that for me, I can show you people in this Jerusalem town. They will walk into our church. If God does this, please pray. And God is so merciful, you know. Of course, I don't take glory in it because I didn't do anything. Me too. I'm like, really, God? You really answered that prayer. Thank you. But then what? They opened their mouths and said, and I will do this, and I will do that. They never did it. And they will never do it. Stronghold. I believe that this is something David knew. I'm not going to go into my details. But this is something David knew. When David and Jonathan went into a covenant of friendship, they said things to each other. One of the things Jonathan sent, said to David was that, I know you'll become the king. This is the king's son telling the nobody that I know that one day you will be king. When you become king, don't forget my descendants. Don't forget them. Do them good. I'm paraphrasing all that. Do them good. But Saul died with Jonathan in the battle. And David became king of Israel. Many years later, I believe David remembered the agreement he went into with Jonathan. And because he knows scriptures, he was reminded, you said you agreed to your friend that you would take care of his children and their children. Therefore, David woke up one day and he said, is there not someone in the house of Saul that I would do good to? Is there nobody? Because I entered an agreement with my friend who has passed. Don't think because you entered into that agreement and your friend is now relocated to Kumasi or Zimbabwe or Papua New Guinea. So therefore you are free of what you agreed to do. Follow it and do it. Because if you don't fulfill your side of that agreement or covenant, anything the other person says will come upon you. Hmm. I want to give an example. It's all over us, so I don't need to mention American person. But right now, that's what comes to me. The Kennedys, they are a family in America called the Kennedys. Long ago, maybe, not to go details, but their forefather father Kennedy went into a business deal with someone and he was not honest in the business deal. Nobody knows, or nobody, yeah, nobody knows till date 
what the business partner said against the forefather Kennedy. But the pattern of happiness will show us that there was a stronghold, a curse. The person said something, and that something the person said is affecting generation after generation. Several Kennedys were assassinated. One of them was a president. In a short time in the presidency, aircraft crashes, various things. The Kennedys just die like that. But I'll show you that the yoke doesn't remain for a child of God who is living according to the word of God. We'll see that later, not today. This is so important that I believe you don't want to miss it because I don't want to miss it. One Kennedy after another dies in a mysterious way. But the same, in the same vein, when I'm talking about the thousand generational blessing, we'll see other families who stood in and the blessing also started following because they are not working in disobedience. They've not set up idols. They don't allow pronouncements to come that they take for granted as we are seeing in the word of God. What effect does a generational stronghold have on you? What effect? God bless you for listening to this message. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. Until next time, remember, Jesus came that you may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows.